Blog Talk Radio. In the world, people will say, when I see it, I'll believe it. But see, that's not the way God works. God says, if you'll believe, then you'll see. Welcome to The Best is Yet to Come with Pastor Brad Morgan. As believers, one of the greatest gifts from God is the gift of faith. God wants to bring his blessings into your life and through you also into the life of others. Join us today as Pastor Brad shares his message, Notable Miracles. Good to be with you today. This is Pastor Brad Morgan. About a month or so ago, I ministered in a church in Alabama on the subject of Notable Miracles. I was praying what I was supposed to share, and I had a few things in mind. And as we were driving to the service and got actually got to the service, the Lord gave me this, this subject, notable miracles. And, you know, notable is something that will get attention. It will draw attention. God is a supernatural God. Almost all these miracles that I'm sharing today are miracles of provision. But we know God's not just limited to miracles of provision, but God wants to release miracles of healing, of deliverance, restoration in families, of of the prodigal sons and prodigal daughters come, coming home, of prodigal preachers coming home, of prodigal promises, promises that just seem like they would never come true, of those promises coming home. And I want to encourage you today that we are in a season of manifestation, of manifestation of the promises of God and the things you have believed God for. I believe we're going to see these things happen right before our eyes. The scripture says through faith and patience, we will inherit the promises of God. It's through faith and it's also through patience. So sometimes God will give you a word God will release a faith for a certain thing, and it'll seem so real you think it's going to happen tomorrow, but it's through faith and patience that we inherit the promises of God. But there will come a time of manifestation. John chapter 11, verse 38 said, Then Jesus, again groaning in himself, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him who was dead, said to him, Lord, by this time there is a stench, for he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? In the world, people will say, When I see it, I'll believe it. But see, that's not the way God works. God says, if you'll believe, then you'll see. Now, now notice uh, God was involved in, in this situation. And Lazarus had died, and he'd been dead for several years. In fact, when, when Jesus found out that he was sick, he uh, stayed gone. John eleven four. when Jesus heard that, he, he said, This sickness is not unto death but for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. 
Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus, so when he heard that he was sick, he stayed two more days in the place where he was. You know, that seems like such a contradiction, that Jesus stayed two more days in the place. You'd think if he really loved him, he would have come quickly. But but Jesus was staying a couple more days, and he was going to demonstrate. And see, I want to encourage you today, when you come to the end of yourself in certain situations, then comes the time where God can do a miracle to you, and also God can do a miracle through you. I remember uh, several years ago, uh, I was going to Kenya, and as I went to Kenya, I was speaking in a crusade for, I don't know, maybe a thousand people, open-air meeting, and I began to declare that rain was coming. And I began to to tell the people, I hope you're listening to me, rain is coming right now. Now, what I didn't know is I didn't know that they had been in in a drought and that they were believing for rain to come. And as I began to declare that rain is coming right now, there began to be a downpour, a downpour of rain. It was such a suddenly that uh, we all had to grab our stuff and we had to get to a place where we could get under the shelter. And it, it rained so hard that that meeting that they had that night was affected because of the heaviness of the rain. But I want to tell you something. That rain got the attention of of the people. The people in that area got their attention because that was a miracle, a miracle from God. You know, I just heard something, and I began to declare it. And as I began to declare it, there was a performance of the thing that God had spoken to my heart. And again, we don't know the time. Sometimes you'll have that same faith, and it doesn't mean it'll happen right then. But but that faith, when you begin to speak that thing out, and especially when the Lord instructs you to speak it out, that begins to put into forward a miracle that's going to happen on your behalf. I had a nervous breakdown many years ago. I've shared about this, and I was in eight different hospitals, and one of the places I was in was in the Rust State Hospital. And as I was in the Rust State Hospital, they called my wife, and they said, if you don't get this man out of the hospital, he is going to be institutionalized. So my wife got me out of the hospital. I couldn't even function. She had to have somebody watch me. I'd go to the church, and I'd do menial chores, menial jobs. So shortly after that, I I did some things and uh, some things that, that weren't good things. And uh, thank God for forgiveness. And so she ended up having to take me to the the Ben Taub Emergency Center. And then from the Ben Taub, I went to Harris County Psych. And while I was in the Harris County Psych, they decided to do some shock treatments. Actually, I had the decision in the matter, and, and I was the one that needed to make the decision. And so I made a decision to have the shock treatments. And when I had the 12 shock treatments, God brought me out of a very deep depression, a very deep hole. 
And it was shortly thereafter that I came home. And as I began to come home, I prayed a simple prayer and I said, God, if you'll show me a better way to live, I'll do it. God, I know what I'm doing is not working, but if you'll show me a better way, I'll walk in that better way. And, and the Lord began to show me some things, showed me some principles from the Word, and, and I started walking those things out. Well, I was working at uh, Clemente Martinez Elementary in uh, 1997, in the summer of 97, and uh, I'd gotten a prophetic word from a prophet several years earlier, and that prophet began to say, as you dance before the Lord, God is going to break the depression, the mind-binding spirit that's been over your life, that's been over your mind, and the depression, and you're going to be able to get off of your medication. So I began to dance before the Lord. I began to rejoice before God. And as I did that, you know, I did it for several years. And then here we're, we're at in the summer of 1997, and I, I'm teaching summer school, and my hand begins to shake right as I'm teaching. And I had an aide in the classroom, and, and so my hand wouldn't stop shaking. So finally she called, and they sent me to uh, the principal's office. And there at the principal's office, the principal ordered a, an MRI. You know, I ended up going to the hospital. They did an MRI, and they couldn't find anything out. And so I asked my wife, what do you think the problem is? And she said, the problem is that you're allergic to your medicine. And I told her that was about the most ridiculous thing that I'd ever heard. She'd been telling me for a while, I know over a year, to get off my medication. But, but I told her that I was not going to get off my medication without my doctor's permission. You know, I was using wisdom because uh, when I had the nervous breakdown, I almost lost my family. And so when she told me I was allergic to my medicine, well, I decided, well, I'll just go see the doctor, the psychiatrist, and see if this is true. So I went to see the psychiatrist, and I took her with me. And as I talked to the psychiatrist, he told me, and I asked him, I said, what do you think my problem is? And he said, your problem is that you're allergic to your medication. And I said, well, if you were in my situation, what would you do? Now, this is a man that had had two or three nervous breakdowns. He'd tried to get off his medication a few times. It hadn't been successful. He was a, he was a precious man. Uh, I know he was a man that, that, that God had there just uh, for me. And he had, he had a lot of love and a, a lot of compassion you know, he was shocked when I'd just been out of the hospital not very long, four to six weeks, and I started working. I started working a job. But he said, you should get off your medication. And so they began to wean me off the medication. And I want to tell you something. That was a notable miracle. And that was in 1997. And here we are in 2017, 20 years later. And I've never, I've never had to get on the medication again. See, God wants to do notable miracles in our lives. And, and like I was sharing, uh, one of the things that the Lord has us to do, sometimes there is a period of waiting. 
And you know, there was people in the Bible that waited. It says that Abraham waited 25 years for his first child, and then God told him to sacrifice him. God had called him a father of a multitude before he had a child. He actually changed his name from Abram, which is exalted father, to Abraham, which is father of a multitude. He still didn't have a child yet, and he waited 25 years. Joseph waited 13 years for his dream to come true. Some people say it might have been uh, longer. It could have been 18 years. But he'd received a, a prophetic word that his brothers and his dad would come and bow down to him. And God took him through a process to, to, to bring that word to pass. And many times when God wants to do a miracle in your life, he'll take you through a process. David waited 13 years for the prophetic word that God gave him through Samuel to become true. Hannah waited year after year to birth Samuel. Moses waited many years in his wilderness before God called him to lead his people out. Caleb waited 40 years to have his mountain at an old age. Elizabeth and Zacharias were both well advanced in years before John the Baptist was born. So if you're in a season of waiting, if you're in a season of what looks like a reversal, I want to encourage you today that God is at work. And if you'll believe and you'll combine your faith with patience, you will see the glory of God. The glory of God is to see impossible situations turned around. The glory of God is when the enemy has given one verdict, but God has given a totally different verdict. God wants to do notable, notable miracles in your life. Father, I pray today in the name of Jesus that you would encourage everyone that listens to this word. I pray that the gift of faith would rise up on the inside of them. And they would begin to grab hold of all you have for their life and for their destiny. And, Father, that they would see, that they would see the goodness of the Lord, that they would see the performance of, of your power and of your promises. And I thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, this was Pastor Brad Morgan. It was good being with you today. I hope you enjoyed that message. I would like to encourage you to visit our website at newlifebeginningschurch.com. That's newlifebeginningschurch.com. There's a secure site there where you can sow into this ministry. If you'd like to sow by mail, our address is New Life Beginnings Church, P.O. Box 203, Patterson, Texas, 77466. If you do not have a church home, I want to invite you to come out to our Sunday service at 1030. The church address is 5609 FM 359 North, Brookshire, Texas, 77423. We offer children's church twice a month for people from five-year-olds up to fifth grade. We also offer uh, child care for people from four-year-olds on down. 
On Wednesday nights, we reach out to the kids in the Brookshire Patterson area. We have services and classes that start at 7 p.m., and we'd love to hear from you. If you have prayer requests or would like to speak with us, our church phone number is 281-802-8094. You can contact me by email at bmorgan20 at juno.com. That's bmorgan20 at juno.com. This program is sponsored by New Life Beginnings at the Church. And again, this is Pastor Brad Morgan. And I would like to remind you that the best is yet to come. We love you. Thanks for listening.